Hi, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of the Joyful Health Show. This week, Casey and I get to interview personal trainer and revelation wellness instructor Tiffany Phillips about her journey from bodybuilding and a, a focus on appearance to walking in freedom by God's grace. So we know this episode is going to completely encourage you and inspire you. Tiffany is a very talented speaker and she has a heart for this message. If you, after listening to this, want some more help walking on your own journey to freedom, go ahead and check out our 12-week course, Joyful Health. You can do so at joyfulhealth.co forward slash course. We would love to support you in this way. All right, let's get into this episode. Hey friends, welcome to the Joyful Health Show. I'm Aubrey, registered dietitian. And I'm Casey, a personal trainer. And together, we're here to help you discover joyful health by grace. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Joyful Health Show. Today, we get to speak with our friend Tiffany Phillips, who is a personal trainer and revelation wellness instructor about how moving for joy shifts our focus from what we look like to experiencing wholeness with God. So we've gotten to hear and read a little bit of Tiffany's story from just following her on Instagram, but we're so excited for everyone to get to hear and learn more from her journey on the podcast today. So welcome, Tiffany, and thanks for being here with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, I love your enthusiasm. Um, Okay, y'all. So Tiffany, she is a Jesus follower. She's a wife. She's a mom, a personal trainer, and yes, a professional bodybuilder. (laughs) Her pursuit of the perfect body left her depleted and hopeless. But Jesus entered her story and completely transformed her life. Now, Tiffany uses fitness as a tool to share the good news, the gospel message of Jesus, Her passion is to awaken Christian women to the freedom found in Christ and encourage them to boldly live out that freedom. And you can find and connect with her on Instagram at Tiff A. Phillips. And we will also link that in the show notes for y'all too. Okay, so um, Tiffany, let's hear a little bit more about your story. Um, Share with us, how did God meet you in the middle of those pursuits of of bodybuilding and, and wanting to change your body from the outside? How did God meet you on the inside and, and meet you spiritually? And how has that changed what you do? How much time do we have? <laughs> so I'm going to try. It's going to be my attempt to stay short. Yeah. So I was born and raised in the South, mm-hmm. right? So in the South, we like food. We like mm-hmm. to eat <clears throat> good home-cooked meals. And so I would say that I didn't even um, pay attention to my body. You know, it was just one of those things. I was unaware, you know, all the while I was growing up, there was never a focus on body image. It was never, you know, you ate what you wanted and it was okay. Everybody around you was doing the same thing. 
Fast forward, I moved to Colorado after graduating college. And Colorado is a healthy state. It's so healthy. Everybody is out running. And, you know, I moved there. My coworkers, their idea of happy hour was going for a hike. I was like, who does that? We don't sweat in the South right there. Mosquitoes, they're both. I don't go outside. And so, you know, I kind of got bit by that bug. You know, it was like these little seeds were being planted. You know, like all of my coworkers, they they worked out. They I'm like, what is a 14er? Like, what is that? I didn't know any of these things. So this was all new to me. And you know how sometimes like a good thing can become like a God thing, like something that starts off so innocent, mm-hmm. you know, so unassuming can turn into something that totally consumes you. Mm-hmm. So here I am, a girl who goes from not even having an awareness, not even looking in the mirror, not, you know, not comparing myself to now I've entered into this phase now where it's like I'm paying more attention. Mm -hmm. So once I started being more active, once I moved to Colorado, I know like I would get compliments. People would say, are you losing weight? Like, are you losing? And I promise you, I did not even know. Like I went to the bathroom one day when I was at work and I had this awareness that I was folding the top of my pants down. It was just something that I was doing and I was unaware that I was even, I was like, oh, well, I mm-hmm. guess I have lost weight. And then it then became like, well, how much weight can I lose? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, if I lost that amount of weight, now how much weight can I actually lose? And so I started counting calories. I started, um, like tracking everything I eat. I was online. You know, you go to like these websites and they tell you eat 1200 calories a day mm-hmm. and here's the, 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 the rabbit food you can eat and, you know, everything is going to be right in your world. And so that was my intro into it. Mm-hmm. So then now I'm scrolling social media. Social media is great. Fast forward a little bit. And there was a friend I know from college and she had just competed in a bodybuilding competition. And I was like, oh my gosh, you look amazing. And you know how you see magazine covers and you say, oh, that could never be me. Like you just automatically assume that these people are fake. Like these are unicorns. Like these people don't exist. They're airbrushed. They're... But to know her and to see her in college when we're not paying attention to our bodies and to see her in this excellent shape, I was like, I want that. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, because I thought that bodybuild and let me say I don't know maybe some of them are you know I can't speak for all bodybuilders but my from speaking from my experience you know I thought that I was going to be the healthiest I had ever been you know I thought that the way she looked Mm. was the almost like the the standard of fitness like if you can look like that then you're healthy that's what I thought like health equated to look Mm-hmm. in my mind until I got in it. So I see her and I say, oh, what did you do? Tell me all your secret. Give me all the details. And she gave me all the details. And so I'm off running, trying to find a coach. When I end the call with her, I was like, I got to find a bodybuilding coach. And so I found a coach and now I'm in the gym 
You know, I would go in the gym four o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and do an hour of cardio. I would do an hour of cardio in the morning. Then after I got off work, I would come back and do an hour of weights. And then after weights, I would then do another hour of cardio, you know? And so my, again, I go from not doing anything to now I'm spending three hours in the gym, three hours in the gym. And I have to say, I wasn't pleasant to be around anybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, spending that much time, you know, because I was so focused on myself, you know, I, you know, it's people coming into the gym and maybe they needed something, but it's like, no, my mind was like, I got to get this two hour gym session over with. Don't talk to me. Headphone off, headphones on. It's me in this world. And it, I really, like, it was literally killing me, like mm-hmm. literally killing me. And I felt like I was just on this hamster hamster wheel. I was just going, going, going. Like I was lit. I mean, I'm sprinting in there. One day I re- I'm like, have the treadmill on 10 miles per hour and I'm sprinting. And I'm like, Lord, I just had this, re- like, I am really killing myself. Like mm-hmm. I am killing myself. And for what? You know, like, yeah. you know, why am I even doing this? So that's kind of, you know, um, my transition into, you know, just being consumed with it all and it coming from a place of have to, because I thought that, again, this is the standard of what health looks like. And so if I'm going to maintain this standard, then I have to do all these things. And so then I termed the treadmill, the dreadmill, you know, from a place, you know, it could be something of joy, you know, you're moving your body, but then it just becomes this place of dread where you just dread it. You just, you know, now you're just almost like a zombie. You're just going through the motions and doing it because you think that's what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm so happy you kind of shared the, the full progression of like how it started because you're right. It often starts just innocently um, with even a good thing. Like we love getting out in nature. I mean, I would love mm-hmm. to live in Colorado and be able to hike those trails. And, um, but a lot of times it's just, it can, you know, it can progress when we start, when we're like kind of taught to value the wrong things or put certain things as the top most priority. So people, you know, giving us compliments about our weight loss or, you know, whatever it is, um, we all crave that affirmation and we all feel good when people are, you know, telling us we're doing something good and then that can, but if it's not, you know, praise for the right thing or praise for something that's healthy for us, it can, it can spiral down. But, um, I love that just, you had that awareness, like that moment where you're just like, why am I doing this? Like, why, why am I killing myself um, for this? Because some of us like, unfortunately it takes even more like real, like getting in the hospital and things like that before that moment comes. So can you walk us through like, okay, when you had that moment, what, like, first, it sounds like just the realization was the first shift, but what else like began to change um, and how did you move forward from there? I have to say, um, Revelation Wellness was instrumental in that. And I say that because when I came into Revelation Wellness, I was kind of, I had one toe in and one toe out. And I say this all the time because 
when I would see them, like the instructors, they had joy. Like that was the thing that stood out to me was just the joy, how much fun they were having. Mm. They, I have to say, I stayed on the fence for a while because they didn't look the way I thought Mm. health was supposed to look. So it was like, I, at that time, I was not ready to give up what I thought you were supposed to look like. And so I followed them a little bit, you know, and I started listening to the podcast here, you know, (laughs) and, you know, just hearing that truth, you know, it's important because, um, you're, you're so, I don't know, you're so self-focused and self-centered during that time. You just make everything about you. Mm-hmm. And so just to hear, and here's the thing though, I have to say that I was going to church, you know, I was doing all the things that a Christian does, but I had not yet made the application. You know, we hear the gospel all the time, like, oh, we're the gospel, you know, I'm free. But what does that actually mean? Do we even know what it means? And for me, like more importantly, are we even living it out? Mm-hmm. You know, it becomes like these words. I say, oh, where's the freedom Christ has set me free? It's like, yeah, but I'm still in bondage to a size zero pair of jeans. You know, I'm jumping up in the middle of the night to try on a pair of jeans that I'm afraid I can't wear. So mm-hmm. am I really free? So it was just this transition of, hearing the word, like having all this knowledge and collecting these facts in my mind and then actually living it, you know, like actually making that connection application, you know, making that connection was very beneficial. Yeah. And so, and I, that's what the book of James talks about too, is like, we're not just hearers, we are doers of the word. And so being able to not just be a hearer of the word, but a doer. It sounds like, and you know, it wasn't a overnight thing where you got sucked into this mode of health and you're like, I'm killing myself for health yeah. <laughs> when health is supposed to give us life. Um, and it was a gradual awareness to where you got to a point where you came to your senses in the by God's grace of like, what this is, this is hurting me you know? And like, wait, what, what? And then you kind of have to ask yourself, what does the gospel say about, about this? You know, that Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. And is this pursuing Jesus, you know? Um, And so, and we, we kind of talked about this too, in our body blessings course of like flipping body image on its head. It's like, well, Aubrey, you can talk about this a little bit more, but because, you know, you realize you're so self-focused and you're like, that's out of alignment with what I know to be true with the gospel. I'm not, I don't, I'm not supposed to be focused on myself. And so how did God bring you out of, out of that from like focusing on your image to like, how did he change your mind? I think it sounds like you're saying that the image of health looked like this. And so if I wasn't looking like that, then I wasn't healthy. So did that image of health change for you? It did. You know, it became more from a outside external focus to more of an inward mm-hmm. focus, you know, because I recognize that you can look the part, you can look health and not be healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes both ways, you know, whether, 
um, you're coming from um, extreme obsessing over your body or the other way, neglecting your body. You know, you can look a certain way, but that doesn't give you any indication of what's going on in the inside, both physically or spiritually or scientifically. You like you don't know how your oxygen is, like how your blood is full, like. A number on the scale doesn't tell you it's not an indicate a great indicator of really what's going on on the inside. Yeah. And so my definition of health changed. It's just like, am I loving other people well? Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus tells us it's not about what goes into a person, you know, that uh, it's about what comes out of that person. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, am I being loving to my daughter? Am I being patient? Am I being loving and kind to my husband in those relationships that are closest to me? Because I can look good but Jesus it tells us you know God looks at the heart you know Mm -hmm. Jesus over and over again he you know he was after the Pharisees you hypocrites you clean the outside of the cup but you know you're not even focused on what's going in so it's just you know when my my mindset really shifted to like focusing on myself Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and recognizing that you know, I've been bought with a price that my body does not belong to me, that God, Jesus has a greater plan for me. Mm-hmm. And I cannot pursue or obtain the greatness that he has for me if I'm so stuck on what I can externally see. Yeah. So now I see it more as a trick of the enemy, like a trick to keep us distracted and circling the same mountain over and over and over again. It's like, if he can keep me looking at the size of my thighs or trying to get into a size zero pair of pants. I mean, like, how then do I become everything God says I am? And I don't know about anybody, but I want to be that. I want everything he says I have. And I want to be who he created me to be, you know, not who the world says I should be in fit this mold. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love your definition of health. Am I loving other people? Well, it's just so simple, but also, such a, I think, tangible way for us to assess like our overall health, right? Like, and, and sometimes, yeah, our body image struggles, like cause us, like you said, to be circling the same mountain and not loving other people or not accessing like that best that God has for you, Tiffany, as a person, like, um, and so I think Casey mentioned it, but we talk about like disordered body image or disordered anything is like a disordered it's just improper order of our affections, right? Like proper order we know as believers is like God first, right? We love and we desire and we seek him first. And then it's loving others well. And then last is everything else, which includes ourself, body image, all that stuff. And then disordered body image is like, you're talking about like a hyper first, we're really focused about our bodies, whatever that is, right? Shrinking them, making them, cleaner by our health practices. It can be different for everyone. Mm -hmm. Then comes usually others above God still, because we're concerned about what, how we're perceived by others. A lot of times I know I was, um, and then finally the Lord. Um, but it's a trap that a lot of us just kind of fall into not purposely, not willingly. Mm -hmm. Right. No, it seems Yeah. So I know you've shared some really good things. I think I was thinking you're like, I just, first thing is I did is I was hearing people um, talking about 
you know, like a different way through like here, the word says hearing comes by or faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. And then like Casey pointed out, you were ready then as God built up your faith to not just be a hearer, but a doer. Um, and part of that doing was just redefining your view of health. What are some other, uh, maybe really like tangible things that you did, um, for someone else who is coming out of this, you know, they've heard, they've listened to this podcast, they've heard there's a better way and they're kind of ready to take some action to come out of this appearance focus and just move their body for joy. Mm-hmm. What, what's some steps you'd have for them? I would say number one is to like clear out the junk, you know, mm-hmm. um, like one of the things that I did was I went through and unfollowed a whole lot of accounts. I unsubscribed to a whole lot of emails that I had signed up for when you're in that um, extreme and obsessive because you still get these things. And so it's just like, um, you know how the Bible tells us to guard our hearts, guard your heart, because everything you do, it like it flows from that. So I see that, like, how do I guard my heart? I guard my heart by, you know, my gates, what I allow in, and you know, what I allow in through my eyes to see or my ears to hear. So it's, you know, being, uh, having a great awareness of what am I list- looking at when I scroll on social media? Mm. You know, if I'm trying to get out of a certain lifestyle, then I'm not, when I come to my feet, I don't need to see people with chiseled abs and, um, you know, sh- shredded, you know, whatever. I don't need to see that, <laughs> you know, and the same thing when I open my email or, you know, what I'm watching on TV, you know, um, what am I listening to? What am I allowing in? Mm-hmm. And so I would say just clearing up my space, like protecting my space, protecting my mind, because, you know, it's like the, the flat, you know, the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. And so I, I think the Bible says, you know, how we're not to make any provisions for the flesh, like don't make any provisions for your flesh. So it's like, if I know that I have this tendency, I know like my um, tendency is to obsess or my atten- tendency is to try to um, make my body fit a certain mold, then I'm not going to actively engage in those accounts. I'm not going to then put myself in this temptation to mm-hmm. be to go back into that. So mm-hmm. it's like following joyful health and all those, you know, accounts that are going to speak life into me and who are going to remind me over and over in the Bible, we hear, remember, 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 because we forget, we're prone to wonder, we're prone to forget. One of the Psalms says, you know, like, remember, we're just dust, <laughs> you know, like, Lord, yeah. we're, you know, and it's so, we're fragile and we're a lot um, weaker than we give ourselves credit for, you know, we think we're strong and I can handle this. You know, I can, you know, I can say, I'm not going to do that again. And I can follow these accounts and I'm in a good space. And then next thing you know, you're kind of sliding back into that lifestyle. So it's just, yeah, just getting all of that out, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and, you know, it's like, we're weaker than we think, but he's strong. Like in our weakness, he is strong. And so it's like, we're dependent upon him now. Um, to help us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm like, yes, nodding my head. Amen. And like the spirit is willing and the the flesh is weak. And like you said, we can, when we notice ourselves sliding down, it's, it's not because we're doing poorly from 
uh, the world standards when it comes to health, but it's because we are becoming more self-dependent rather than spirit surrendered. And Mm -hmm. so that is the point when we can see that we're no longer following Jesus. We are following our own false gospels that we are trusting in. And so, um, you know, and there are lots of false gospels of health and that's why, you know, we are very adamant about, um, noticing it for ourselves and being able to, being able to help, you know, the body of Christ be aware of these tricks and these traps. And I know that too, that, um, you went through the joyful health course with us and there is like a transition of being able to see that, like, even like being able to let, let go of, of measuring weight and measuring calories and all of that of it's, you know, it's a process of being able to, uh, transition away from that. And so do you have any, um, ways like practical things that you can share from that experience of helping people, um, you know, come out of that body centric focus. And I will say, um, I would be doing a disservice to say that I still don't have my own struggles. I think a lot of people, you know, kind of feel like you reach this point and you no longer struggle or you mm-hmm. no longer have those same temptations. Yeah. Or, you know, and I guess, you know, sometimes you don't hear a lot of people talking about it. You know, it's like, do this, do that, you know, and not like you're not going to do it perfectly. You don't hear the message of grace, you know, like you're not going to do it perfectly. There's no such thing as perfection. There's only one who is perfect, and that is Jesus. But allowing that then to like you, we can say those things, but are we living like it? You know, it's like, I can say that Jesus is the only one that's perfect, but I think I can have the perfect body. And I think I can have the perfect plan. And I think I can just eat. Our idea of perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then I can just start again tomorrow. Like we often in this pursuit of perfect, in this Mm -hmm. pursuit of perfection or this all or nothing mentality where I have to be all in or all out. Or um, if I mess up one thing, it's just, so be it for the rest of the year, the rest of my life. But it's almost Mm -hmm. like, you know, if you have a flat tire on your way to work, you don't say, I'm just going to flatten the rest. No, why have one flat tire? Let's just have four, you know, (laughs) and then you go and flatten the, you know, like there. That's a really good analogy. (laughs) You know, there are areas in our lives where we do live in the gray, Mm -hmm. you know, where we recognize, but then there's other areas, like when it comes to our body, we think it has to be so like, it has to be, a certain way. So I would say, you know, it's a journey, you know, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a process. And as you were saying, you know, it's, it's a constant battle of, you know, when I, I would hear people say all the time, like you're in a battle, you know, you're in a battle, but when you think about a battle, you think about weapons and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some sweat or maybe some blood, like mm-hmm. you have images of what a battle looks like, but, you know, you soon began to see as, um, that I've heard it said the greatest battles we fight are between our two ears, Mm -hmm. you know, it's in our mind. And so it's like a constant battle of truth and lies, truth and lies. Like, am I going to believe this? And it's just, it's so subtle. Like I've heard Mm -hmm. someone say, you know, it's not necessarily discerning between what's true and what's false, but more so what's true and almost true, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. as light, you know, it's like, yeah. he's almost, there. it's like, even with Eve going back to the garden, it's like a yeah. small, like he uses some small truth in it. And so it's like, 
just when we just having a greater awareness, I would say one of the practical things is your thought life. Like, what are you thinking mm-hmm. and capturing those thoughts? Because like I can walk past the mirror and like, oh, my thighs are big today. But, you know, if you have that thought, like, well, where did that come from? Why am I thinking this way? Who told me that my thighs were big? You know, what, what does God say about my thighs? You know, and just really beginning to reframe because I, it's, it, it's, the battle was in our mind. It's like yeah. over and over again, coming against those thoughts and reframing them and yeah. recreating, telling ourselves a different narrative, giving ourselves the opportunity to a different truth, mm-hmm. you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh-huh. I know it's not sexy for people. Like people want to know, go run them out or go, <laughs> you know, it's like capture my thoughts. Like, but <laughs> you know, nobody, <laughs> but it's the truth, you know, it, it's good. To me, it's the thing that's long lasting. Yeah. You know? Let's start a hashtag, make the truth sexy. I don't know. Maybe not. Is that aligned with joyful health? I don't know. But I'm laughing because I'm looking at, I'm at Casey's um, house actually right now. And I'm looking at her notes earlier and it's like, you're not responsible for your first thought, but you are responsible for the second um, and that's kind of what you're talking about. It's like, yeah, capturing that thought and then taking that to the Lord. <laughs> She's laughing at her note. I, I never even said that. So it's so funny how God uses things like that. I'm like, I just wrote this down. I don't even remember why. It's like a random scrap of paper. And it's so applicable, right? She's now. like, Aubrey, why are you reading through my scraps while I'm not down here too? But that's another topic. God can use it. <laughs> um, okay. I think you've shared so much good information um, for people and you're just exactly right with everything. It's not a one and done thing where you're going to have go from go to like even perfect freedom, perfect intuitive eating, perfect, you know, trusting your body. It's a journey. That's what we actually hope for all of our listeners and our joyful health course participants is that they would just feel the freedom to be on a journey and not have arrived, right? Um, Because Jesus is our perfection. He, and that's already ours. That's already ours freely in Christ. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. not something, right, that we have to earn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've loved what you've shared, Tiffany, and I'm so grateful for your just vulnerability with your own story. Um, And I know that, if you guys are listening to this and you're really connecting to this, that you're going to get even more just following Tiffany on Instagram. Um, and we will put that again in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tiffany, what else do you have anything final thoughts that you want to kind of sh- leave the listener with? And then would you be um, so gracious to pray for everyone who is listening to this podcast right now? Yes, I would love to. And so I guess I would, my parting words would be to live free, you know, to live free. Christ came so that you would be free, you know, live out your freedom, you know, walk into the fullness of that freedom. Like it's a journey, continue, just like a continual process of um, taking more and more ground in the freedom that you already have. And also, you know, it, for me, it's it's deeper than you know wanting to be a certain size. I think some of us feel like 
you know, a certain size gives us significance or a certain size gives us um, gives us value. And just to know like your freedom, your your value, your significance is found in Christ and Mm -hmm. anything outside of him is just sinking sand. Yeah. It's sand. Yeah. So stand, you know, um, go to Christ, walk in that freedom and look to him for your needs. Look to him to satisfy you fully and completely. I have, as Paul says, it's not that I have attained it, but I press on. So let's mm-hmm. press on together. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's pray. Father, Father, I thank you so much for each and every listener right now, God. I thank you for Casey and Aubrey and um, the platform, God, that you have given them to touch the hearts of your sons and daughters, God. I pray that as this message goes forth, Lord, I pray that it begin. It, it's the answer to a prayer that has already been prayed to you, God, that what they've, what the listeners have heard today is confirmation, God, of what you are already doing, what you have been doing in their hearts. And Lord, if they were looking for a neon sign, if they were looking for confirmation as to next steps, God, I pray that this would solidify that for them. Mm-hmm. Father, I pray that they would go grow into a deeper awareness of your great love and adoration for them, just as they are recognizing, God, that they don't have to change a a thing, that they are fully known, fully loved, fully accepted today, right now, in this moment, just as they are. So we thank you for the gift of Jesus. We thank you for the freedom that we have in you, Christ. And I pray that by your spirit, that you would empower us, that you would give us the grace to day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, live out that freedom. We love you and we thank you and we honor you. You are good. You are so good. And we seek to be fully satisfied in you. And it's in Jesus' name, the powerful name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you. Thank you for bringing that fire. Um, Holy Spirit, I know that he is working. (laughs) Um, Okay, friends, until next time, may you rest in his grace. And follow the joy. Hey, thanks so much for listening. A very special thank you to all our podcast guests, along with Dwayne Goldbeck for podcast editing and Maddox Schuler for writing and recording our podcast music. 